Merry Christmas, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into another edition of Slow Your Row. Dominic Lorenzano alongside writer for the Yaki Way Report, Jesse Caulfield, as always. We are back in business after a bit of a COVID scare. Didn't actually have COVID, though, but, you know, got to be worried it's not the Omicron. Isn't it Omicron? <laughs> Whatever it is. Who cares? I didn't have COVID, so who who cares? Anyway. Pats finally go down. We'll be talking about our takeaways from that. The Pats Colts talking about that Thursday night football. I had some strong opinions watching the Chargers and Chiefs. The entire AFC uh, playoff picture. Another edition of Call In the Fat Lady. A nice Darwin Award. Some other things. And, uh, you know, a little bit of the herbs. The herbs and spices. He is out in Jacksonville. We'll talk about that. So plenty on tap for you guys today. And with that, Jesse Caulfield... I'm going to turn it over to you. I think you're just about to shred everyone in the NFL this year about just the way the league looks in general in the salary cap era. You know, I wouldn't say maybe shred everybody, but I I just, <clears throat> you know, this year is, I've never seen anything quite like it, I feel. And I've watched football for, man, as long as Tom Brady's been playing. And that seems like a lifetime at this point. Uh, and there's always, you know, there's always those teams, those, those outliers, those real contenders, those guys where you're just like, or those teams where you're just like, they look different than everybody yeah. else. Yeah, they're just they're just kind of head and shoulders above even the other good teams. But you know, this year, I not only is there kind of not that, which is exciting. Yes, you know that it's almost anybody's game. But it really almost is, unless you're eliminated at this point, almost anybody's game. Because I, I don't think I've ever seen a year where just everybody sucks. <laughs> no one is that good. No one is that good at all. You know, there's just some some teams out there that are, like, a little bit better. You know, the Packers come to mind, the Chiefs, which are just like, oh, you roll your eyes, them again. But at the same time, they themselves – just like to shoot themselves in the foot or get maybe lazy, if you want to call it. Um, but, you know, I'll start with the Chiefs. I'll start with the Chiefs. Yeah. That that game against the um, the Chargers the other night, it was, a, I mean, it was exciting, high scoring. You were texting me about it because um, you were in love with Herbert. <laughs> and he's ex- he's exciting, and he's actually a, I take him over Mahomes. He's one of my favorite players to kind of watch right now. Um, but Mahomes is always the story, and he was again because you know when it was time to do it, he did it just because he's Patrick Mahomes. But there were times when he was time to do it, and I guess he maybe trusted himself too much, and just said, "I'm just Patrick Mahomes," and he just made a, just a dopey play. You know what I'm talking about? What are you talking about? That just. <laughs> <laughs> Bum throw, uh, and it would have been a walk-in touchdown. Yeah, um, but it, I was dying laughing at that, absolutely dying. And I, I for a second, I thought to myself, Patrick, you getting fat? <laughs> obviously, he's not. He's obviously still an athlete and still very much in shape. But the idea of like, oh, are you maybe taking a little bit easy over the off season? Is it showing? Are you just cutting back slightly a bit because oh, I signed that huge contract. I'm just gonna take it. You know, and is it showing a bit this year? We've seen him be 
almost Carson Wentz-ish with his throws at times. Maybe he trusts himself too much. You're being nice. He has totally been Carson Wentz with some of his throws this year. Um, and it's it's mostly when it needs to be the Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and really the Travis Kelsey show. Mm-hmm. And that's it. The defense has gotten better um, as they've played lesser talent, so it's still a little sus. But I just... I still see the Chiefs, and the Chiefs are the favorites right now to win the Super Bowl after this week um, events, especially with the Patriots losing. No, I don't say win the Super Bowl. I think get to no, the Super I'm Bowl. No, I'm saying Vegas odds has them as the favorite to win the Super Bowl. Do they really? Yes. That's shocking to me because I think there's three teams in the NFC better than the Chiefs. Uh, you know what? I'm going to then flip to the Packers then because the Packers are the favorite to then get to this on the other side, get to the, the NFC, but the favorite to lose. And do you all right? Right now, I'm going to ask you who would win that Super Bowl if that was the Super Bowl. The Chiefs and the Packers. Yes, Packers. See, I think so, and I don't think the Packers. I, but I, I, I'll say I don't think the Packers will make the Super Bowl. But I think if they played the Chiefs, I'd go with the Packers. Oh, I don't think they'll make the Super Bowl either. <laughs> However, a NFC Championship is NFC Championship game is probably going through Lambeau. And congratulations to whoever goes to Lambeau and gets that victory. Um, but let's say they make it. I still don't see them winning. I think they're the better team. I think they're better than the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I don't see them winning that game. Just because they don't, they don't win. Okay. Aaron Rodgers, he's not a winner, kind of. I think he's super talented and he wins a lot of games. He what you're saying is he doesn't win Super Bowl. He doesn't win the big one. He's kind of like Peyton Manning. Uh yeah, yeah, that's fair. At least Peyton Manning went to more than one Super Bowl, though. Well, he could go this year. They're they're gonna have the bye. He could. But um, I think I think the Rams are better than them but even too. Well, their biggest competition right now is the Rams and the Bucks. The I was gonna say Rams, Cardinals, and Bucks, and one of those teams. Just joined the Can't Beat the Lions Club. Uh, and really, I mean, the injuries have gotten to them. They didn't have um, DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins. And Kyler Murray is probably not at 100%. Um, you couldn't beat the Lions. Not only couldn't you beat the Lions, they kind of manhandled you. Yeah. They they had control from the get-go. So I don't... Here's the thing that makes that worse lo- that loss worse to me. If they if the Cardinals had won a bunch of games in a row when they're lackadaisical going in that game, that's fine. But like you just lost to the Rams before that, so it's not like you should be overlooking. They kind of needed a win, and then they just laid an egg against the yep. Lions. Yep. And now they're I, like they're now because of that loss, they could lose the division. Yeah, and I still they'll they'll make the playoffs. Oh yeah, they'll make the playoffs. But I don't. I don't. I'm not even thinking about the Cardinals anymore. No, I'm not either. I'm not either. It's the Rams to lose. Yeah, and it, they can. I kind of expect them to run away with it. But what do I expect out of the Rams? Not not much either, to be honest. At times, talk about being Carson Wentz-ish. I've seen some of. At times, I've seen some of the best play I've ever seen out of Matt Stafford. At times, I've seen the dumbest play I've ever seen out of Matt Stafford. And maybe it's him being too confident. I'm on a real team now. I got real players. I'll just chuck it up there. Not quite, buddy. Not quite. It's a little harder than that. Um, I, I get your point there, but I, I think matchup wise, I just like the way the Rams stack up with the uh, Packers. Okay. And the, hey, defensively, they can get pressure on Rodgers on the interior. 
Jalen can go up against Devontae one-on-one. That's the thing right now, though. Right now, the Packers are the favorite, but I've kind of anybody can beat anybody. No, I know. Heck, way back when, they, the final score didn't show it. The Lions gave the Packers a little bit of run for their money, too. When you say anybody can beat anybody, there is there is one opponent that can't beat another opponent. You're right. The Buccaneers. Cannot beat the Saints. You're kind of leading me on a train here. <laughs> I know. From I team know. to team. I know. The Buccaneers can't beat the Saints. Now, that's just the Saints. Nobody cares about the Saints. They're not going to be there. No, I know. Are we discussing? We're going to discuss them a little more later. Yeah, we'll, we'll discuss um, that the game thing later. about the Saints. <laughs> I know. Because we're not going to think about them much. They don't even have their starting quarterback. Their second quarterback. Um, but they can beat Tom Brady. That's who they can beat. Uh, the Bucks. I mean, the they no longer have Chris Godwin. He's out with uh, Andy Sayal tear. Mm-hmm. Um, Antonio Brown will come back. Let's see if he can stay back. He's been on and off the injury list. Um, Mike Evans is now roughed up. Mm-hmm. Leonard Fournette is roughed up. Gronk is healthy, but for how long? Yeah. Um, so that team's falling apart, and y- you can't beat the Saints. Cow- what are you going to do come playoff time? Now, obviously, it's Tom Brady. Yeah, I'll just get it together. But this team, this is not last year's team. No. Uh, the good thing for the Bucks is, though, is because they have the division wrapped up, if they feel the need that they need to sit some people and get healthy, they can do it. They, they yes. do have that luxury. But they are fighting for that one bye. And when you got a lot of injuries, you might really want that one bye. I, yeah, but with the Packers' schedule, I think, coming up, I, I kind of feel like the Packers ain't losing that bye at this point. Maybe not. So, we'll see. Yeah. But anybody can beat anybody. But anybody can beat anybody this year. I totally but, I totally agree for the most part. But let's let's uh let's jump to the AFC for a second. Yeah. Because the AFC is like trash. A it little really, it a really, little bit. It really is. Like because to that, the point that to the point that I, I think matchups matter in the playoffs more than just any one team. Like there are teams that I love and then and then but the minute they go up against another team, I'm like, well that's a bad matchup for them. And the opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, there was that one team, and we're going to talk about it obviously more because this is this is a New England show. Yeah. Well, the Patriots were that guy for a couple weeks in the AFC, uh-huh. and they were the favorite to get to the Super Bowl in the AFC. Mac Jones looked very much like a rookie quarterback, so I I can't. The Patriots are just kind of a team to me right now. <coughs> wow. Yes. Okay. So the Patriots to me are just some average. You know, great coach. But can I ask you this? Good, really good defense. Here's the reason I don't think they're just any team, though. Because nobody's special in the AFC, it all comes down to so much situational football and not making mistakes. And that's what the Pats do better than anybody. And they're more consistent than anybody. But Mac Jones just isn't there enough yet okay. to truly be able to okay. win a game. Right. Um, Fair enough. And hey... We're going to get more about that game more in depth in a little bit. Yes. But, you know, I didn't like what I saw from Mac Jones, and that really turns me off to the Patriots being a real contender. Mm. Uh, The Bills are just all over the place. Uh, You never know what you're going to get out of the Bills. You know, they won this week. Good for them. You really needed it, and you really should have. But you lost to the Jaguars. You lost to the Urban Meyer Jaguars. Oh, that's so bad. Um, as much as we've hyped up Urban. And their O-line is average, and they have no ability to run the football. None, except Josh Allen. Josh yeah. Allen is their best 
uh, rushing, uh, rushing <laughs> weapon. Threat. Um, the Ravens are dead. Yeah, they're like literally they are dead. Uh, and any anyone from that division, the Bengals are leading that division right now. You don't trust the Bengals? No, <laughs> I don't. Either. I don't at all. No, I don't. Either. And I I thought they would be better than they were last, and they very much are. They're still the Bengals. Well, they're too reliant on Burrow because they're not yeah. complete yet. Yeah. Um, and it's like, oh, the Steelers are still in contention. We'll talk about them more later, also. But like that team is a joke, absolute joke. So there is literally almost no team in the AFC. There is the Colts. Yeah, I love the Colts. But that I cannot. But Carson Wentz really wanted to give that game to the Patriots. <laughs> he really wanted to give that game to the Patriots. Yeah, that's um, true. And I have to drink some water because I'm going to cough. Do you think we're good, though? I will say there's some teams I didn't mention. I didn't talk about the Cowboys because I don't think anyone cares. I didn't talk about the Chargers because nobody cares. They're just not going to be there. I just, don't trust the, I just don't trust the Chargers in big spots, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they're still the Chargers. That's what I mean. They're just – they're not even – like, come on. The way, not... the way they lost that game against the Chiefs was so Chargers. Just so yeah. Chargers. Well, they left how many points on the board and then, and even then their they wins just, like, have been... forgot how to tackle. Even the wins have been trying to – They've been so Chargers. That game against the Steelers, that was so Chargers. Yeah. So, yeah, everybody sucks. All right. And with that, we will move on to rapid fire news, guys. Quick trip around some of the NFL stuff, some of the playoff impact. The Browns, hampered by COVID in the quarterback room, had to start Nick Mullins and lost to the Raiders. An absolutely devastating loss that doesn't eliminate them from the playoffs, but really puts them on the outside looking in 16 to 14. The Packers, against the backup uh, quarterback for the Ravens, barely edged out a win, 31-30. John Harborough kind of died again by uh, by going for two instead of just tying it and going to OT, which I actually would defend him, though, on that one at least. Well, Bucks. did you see the – There was a, he was mic'd up, and there was I saw a clip of audio after, and everyone – like he was asking – Mm-hmm. And they were all saying, like, yo, let's win this game right now. Yeah. So the, the team was behind him with it. You know, with a backup quarterback and facing Aaron Rodgers in OT, I get it. Saints shut out the Bucks 9 nothing. Saints now, I believe, are in a playoff spot, I think. No, 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 they're not. They're still on the outside. I think the Vikings have it. But but they're, they're in a good spot. Dolphins. Tua tried to give this game away, but he ends up coming back to it as they beat the Jets. Once again, the Dolphins beating such a quality opponent. On this long winning streak. Just sensational, the competition that they have played. 31-24 over the Jets. And the Lions doing it again, 30-12 over the Cardinals. Also, on some NBA stuff, Anthony Davis, MCL sprain, might be out a month. What a shock, the Lakers are falling apart. Who could have thought that was going to happen? Huh? It's just shocking. Um, also, had Kara Kudasan two shows ago. Beverly High School season has started over this week. They beat Danvers 77-17. Then, almost a slip-up, a bit of a scare against Peabody. I think they were overlooking them a little bit. 57-54, though, they were able to win that one. And then they rebound last night with another dominant win, 74-48 over Swampscott. Gabe Copeland led the way with 32 points. So, the Beverly basketball back and humming again. They will play Maskinomit on a Wednesday before they close out the twenty uh, the 21 part of the season before the break. Also, in some other news, fighting, kind of, 
the man who will not go away. I can see your face. You knew I had to put this in. Jake Paul, Tyron Woodley, Woodley on two weeks notice, went in there and got absolutely destroyed, getting knocked out soundly in the sixth round by Jake Paul. The man will just not go away. Uh, I hope he fights somebody real soon because I'm getting sick of it. But you got to give the man credit. He does good work, and he's actually pretty good. Just totally slept Tyron Woodley in that sixth round. That was insane. And so that has been Rapid Fire News. I do oh, just, oh, and Urban Meyer got fired, but we're going to talk about that on the show as well. I do also just want to say, uh, actually, the NHL is officially shutting down until after Christmas. They're shutting all games down. Oh, yeah, that's early. Because right. they, they just have their Christmas break always, but they're shutting it down early. And mm. they're going to start up the 27th again. All right. There's COVID. COVID. The Omicron. All right. That's funny. They're getting shut down while the NFL is kind of relaxing some of its rules. Yes, and the NHL... This past week, though, was like COVID Armageddon now in the NFL. Oh, yeah. I mean, the NHL, too. There's a reason they're doing this. But, like, the NHL players and coaches are very upset about that they're making it more restrict um, Mm -hmm. because they said these are peak athletes. No one's getting sick. This should not be as tight as it is, and they should be relaxed. They should be able to be able to come back faster and that stuff. I agree 100%. Rams had their game moved. They play tonight against the Seahawks. That's a big game. I know the Seahawks are out of it, but they are playing better football lately, and so the Rams need to keep winning in order to try and catch the Cardinals to try and win a division. So that has been Rapid Fire News. And Jesse, we're going to talk that Pats-Colts game. Colts 27-17 over the Pats, snapping that. Win streak. I don't know. How, how high was it? Seven. The seven-game win streak. Snapping the Pat seven-game win streak. I will let you get started on this one, Jesse. Go. Yeah, and I talked about it a little bit in the opening segment. Um, but this game was really... Now, watching this game, I was at constantly at my, had my head in my hands. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, this is not a, a real team here. Um, but then I remembered that the block punt happened. And that really made this game look so much worse than what it really was. The offense was bad in the first half. It could not move the ball, and it really only could kind of in the end. Um, when they got, when the Colts defense relaxed and just kind of lets them move the ball up the field because it kills time. Um, and when they started to get a little trickery, you know, they do the end around and stuff like that. They tried the, oh, what's that play called? The flea flicker. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it kind of started to work, but. Uh, I mean, I mean, this game was the story of this game was obviously Jonathan Taylor and that kind of one long drive. And they had a other, couple other longer drives that like they got some field goals on um, and chewed up time. But there was that one just really long drive that just set the tone kind of for the night, even though this game was not quite as dominated by the Colts as maybe I felt it was watching. Mm hmm. And that's mostly because of the block punt. So I'm still, you know, as much as I said, oh, this is this is just an average team. And it, it kind of is offensively, especially when you don't have Damian Harris. Obviously, this defense is still good. Um, and it did pretty well. It tried and tried and tried. But it, Jonathan Taylor is really good. Um, and it, was, it kept being short downage plays. And they just couldn't quite stop him on the fourth downs. Um because, I mean, it's hard to stop with the QB sneaks if he needs half a yard. I mean, mm. come on. He has to take one step forward. Um, so I don't blame the defense that much. 
Uh, we knew the run defense quite isn't quite there, and this was going to be an extremely tough task for them. And they they gave them a chance to win. The offense just couldn't keep up at all. And it almost did in the end. And, you know, we say, why did he kick it? It almost worked out. Mm. There was that third – I think it was – I do believe it was 38. You needed to stop Jonathan Taylor. And he got past um, them stacking the box. And at that point, well, he's gone. Mm. And then, you know, game over. But it almost worked. So I did crap on Mac Jones in the beginning saying, like, he can't – he's not there yet. He can't quite do it. He, he, can't qu- win, he can't win a game on his own. Yes. Um, and there was too many mistakes. You know, they went down – they had that one pretty good drive in the first half. He threw that pick. And it's like, bro, you got to be willing to take three points there. Mm-hmm. The game was not out of, quite out of hand yet. The, the lead was growing. But it was not out of hand yet. You got to not panic. You got a whole nother half. Take three points. Mm. It's not much, but it's points. And it more importantly, it doesn't give them a momentum swing like that because they already had it. Mm. I did like what I saw from Mac though after how bad he played in the first half to be able to come out in the second half and put them in a position maybe to win that game. Oh, I, I've liked his, his fourth quarter performance was very good. It was, and I part of that I I said was because the Colts were a little lax because they could be and they had to pull out some trickery to make some of it work. Mm-hmm. But, like, I've always liked his poise and his ability to shake things off. Yeah. Um, so I don't have a complaint about Mac with that. It's just his skill set isn't there enough to be able to just come back in these games when there's a big deficit like this. Like I said, they almost did. But if you when you kicked that first field goal, um, I feel like if you had Tom Brady – you were not going to kick that first field goal. Probably not. You were going for that. You would take a turnover on downs mm. because you're just like, well, we're just going to – if we get the ball back again, we're just going to go hard for it again. Yeah. But, like, with Mac, you're like, no, we have to take some sort of points here. That's what I feel. All right. Well, I do – I think it was funny because I kind of felt like the Colts literally just did to us what we did to Buffalo. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> just out-physical them and just run, 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 and run some more. But – you know, yeah. I I think <clears throat> I don't like the matchup. I don't want to see the Colts in the playoffs at all. I would rather see a lot of other teams. I would rather see the Chiefs than the Colts for the Pats, just from a matchup perspective. But I still felt all right. They've been played really good football for so long. I felt they were so due to have a bad game. And and you know, like the the dumb things that the Pats don't usually do. You knew they would happen eventually, though, because they happen to all teams. But they outgained them in yards, 365 to 275. Uh, Pats averaged 5.6 yards a play. Colts averaged 5.3. 21st downs to the Colts, 15. They were 6 of 15 on third down. Um, but they had eight penalties for 50 yards to the Colts, two penalties, and obviously two turnovers to the Colts, one. Time of possession, 29-38 for the, Colt, uh, for the Pats, 30-22 for the Colts. So... You know, from the statistical measure, they were right with pr- the Colts pretty much the whole game, and the Colts were just all about running the football. I don't like our run defense, and it's not great. It is the weakness of the team. But I felt that this was clearly just a game where I felt the Pats were just kind of due to have a bad game. I do think it tells me, though, about, as I've said, I think the AFC comes down completely to just matchups. And it does tell me this. The Pats hang their head on in a league now that has become less physical, smaller athletes, even on defense. Your linebackers aren't as big as they used to be. It's all about speed, 
versatility, running around sideline to sideline, and passing attacks. The, the Pats now hang their head on being bigger and more physical than everybody else. And so when they're still not dynamic at quarterback or wide receiver, once a team can match their physicality, I don't really know what else they have to fall back on other than just trying to play mistake-free football. So I like them if they have to go up against the Chiefs. I like them if they go up against the Chargers or the Bengals. I don't want to see the Colts or the Titans with Derrick Henry in the playoffs at all. I honestly would rather see them play the Chiefs than have to play the Colts or the Titans. I really would. I think matchup-wise, they just stack up better with the Chiefs. And by the way, this isn't as good of Chiefs teams as the Chiefs have had the last like two or three years. And yet the Pats were always the best team against the Chiefs, even when the Chiefs were rolling more than they are now. So I do think there was one thing that that game told me. It was something I already suspected because we had talked about how the run defense is kind of sus. And that is just the fact is, if a team can match the Pats' bully ball and be just as physical as them, it's kind of 50-50 to me if they can win that game. So that's what I took away from that Pats-Colts game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that game went kind of a lot of how I thought it would go and how we thought it would go. You know, you how can you not go into that Patriots, go into playing the Patriots and not think, well, we want to run the ball because mm-hmm. – Clearly, every team that has had success on that defense, it's been with the run. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we won that Titans game, but they had, what was it, like 200 rushing yards against us still yeah. without Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a matchup in the playoffs I definitely don't want. To be honest, if we saw Indy in the playoffs again, and if it was at home, I like the chances to win that game, kind of, actually. I like our I like our chances to win, but I still think of all the other AFC teams other than the Titans, it's the worst matchup. Yeah, it's a bad matchup simply because, I mean, Jonathan Taylor's just so good. I know. And our run defense is just not there yet. But it's also, um, it's not just, it's also not just Jonathan Taylor. It's the Colts' defense is also extremely physical. Oh, they, I mean, on both sides of the ball, their line won. Yeah. Totally. Uh, it seemed, especially in that first half, Mac Jones, when he dropped back to pass, was always under pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, they made Isaiah Wynn look foolish out there <laughs> time and time again. Yeah, they made Isaiah Wynn look real Yo, bad. They made him make the tackle <laughs> on one of those plays, I remember. Yes. Um, just because I, I, on the replay, he looked so dumb. They, they ran right by him, and he's just like, oh, and went chasing him. Here's the thing. If he let him go, Stevenson might have got out of the backfield. I know. Because um, he was going – the defender was going hard after Mac. Yeah. I think it was Darius Leonard. Yeah, it was. Um, and what a game for Darius Leonard, by the way, also. I know. I know. But at the same time, the Colts, and Carson Wentz especially, he they at times he really wanted to give that game away. Oh, I know. They There should have been two picks. That first one, I kind of, I guess, don't blame Jamie Collins that much. That was right to him. And he, how can you expect that? Um, we got to make that pick, buddy. Um, and that could have took three points off the board, I believe. Yes, it would have. Uh, but Carson Wentz really wanted to give that game away, I'll say. Mm-hmm. That was a game where kind of, for a while, especially in the first half, the Patriots really didn't want to win. Second half, the Colts really didn't want to win. And that's part of the reason why I l- would like this Colts matchup a little bit again. Okay. They clearly learned something throughout that game, and it got a lot better. So do you think Do you think I'm crazy? And Carson Wentz is so beatable. So you think I'm, you think I'm crazy? Saying that I, oh, I, no, I would rather, would be, I would rather, no, no, but saying that I would rather see the Chiefs than the Colts. Maybe a little bit. Okay. But I, I, 
I'm not going to say we'd beat the Colts again because it'd be a tough game, especially if you have to go to Indy again. I don't think they can. Oh, I mean, they're 8-6 and six and we're 9-5, and five, so yeah, anything can happen. Um, but uh, it is a winnable game, and I'd, I'd much rather play the Colts than the Titans, especially if Derrick Henry is Oh, I agree. I would still rather play the Colts than the Titans if Derrick Henry is back. But what are your two teams you would really not like to see in the playoffs then, in the AFC, for the Titans. Pats to have to play? Titans. And the Chiefs? Uh, I would say Baltimore, but they died. Mm. Uh, maybe the Chiefs, yeah. Because, okay. I mean, Cause they're, who's, just who's gonna, they're, they're just super talented. Who's going to cover Kelsey? I don't know, but they've done a great job historically of being able to take away the Chiefs' main weapons. Yeah, I, I'm not that concerned about Hill, especially they like to double him. And I'm going to say something crazy. But that leaves Kelsey. I'm not saying that they're the same because clearly they're not. Mahomes is way better. But the same things that you just criticized Carson Wentz for, you also said earlier Mahomes can make Carson Wentz-type plays. He And yet the, the difference is, is the Colts know it and they try to manage Wentz, whereas the Chiefs are completely relying on Mahomes, so they'll make him throw the ball 45, 50 times. Yeah, I mean, this is a new problem for Mahomes, it seems. And as some of it is, I mean, his, he, his interception numbers are inflated like Brady's. Because people like to just drop balls and then go floating to the defenders. That's happened a couple times to Mahomes. I will say that. Mm-hmm. So it's inflated a little bit. Some of them are terrible. Some of those interceptions are awful. But they are inflated a little bit. Um, but I don't like the matchup mostly because Travis Kelsey. Okay. I'm not scared of Hill. We can take away Hill. We've done it before. But that'll leave Kelsey. You'll put a safety on him. And I don't. I don't think the Chiefs are physical. Really at all? They, they you don't, think they don't run the ball? What well. They can't run the ball. McCourty? much McCourty. You'll you'll probably bracket Kelsey. Mm, I don't know, man. They, they took him away in some of the playoff games they faced them in, so <clears throat> I think they can do it again. But that's fine. I know. I I know. I'm I'm you, the I'm the weird one having this opinion. I know that you take away most one, teams don't. One or the most, other. You can't. Take most away people both. would rather would most people would say, especially experts, even two would say, nah, you'd rather see the Colts than the Chiefs, but. Stylistically, I like what we've always well, done to the Chiefs. On, depends on who you are. No, I meant, pa- pa- I meant for the Pats. For the Patriots, I don't know. Okay. But like other teams, sure. All right. That's fine. I think I think we'll just listen to the playoffs, man. It's still – a lot of it comes down to just physicality on both on both lines. And I like the way that we line up. Another thing Chiefs. against the Patriots, actually playing the Colts. You were playing bad and yet – what changed it seem what seemingly what changed the entire game mm-hmm. Pittman and Duggar mm. um, getting kicked out mm. and the fact that that was offsetting usually they'll punish the losing team mm-hmm. you're clearly frustrated and acting out we're gonna punish you more the fact that they were offsetting and I would I when they both got kicked out I was like yeah I'll do that I'll trade that oh yeah Pittman for Duggar I like Duggar but get Pittman out of here yeah because Pittman's the only was the only real Big threat in the passing game. Yeah, for the Colts, I mean, for the most part, T.Y. Hilton's good, but he's not what he used to be. No, at he's all. not what he used to be at all. And they and the Pats did take Pittman away, but still, you were you were clearly uh, giving extra attention from your defensive scheme to take away Pittman. I mean, that's kind of the bread and butter. It seems when the Patriots play the Colts, there's just one wide receiver that's just they're not going to play. No, I know. And Pittman was 
They even said it on the broadcast. You know, despite the fact that this game is all cults, Pittman is... He's been going to the sidelines, tossing his helmet, kicking the cooler. Mm-hmm. He's very upset despite the fact that they're winning. Because he wasn't... And I, I realized when they said that, I was like, yeah, I haven't heard his name. Yeah. That's what the Pats... And this is this is why I like the matchup with the Chiefs. This is what the Pats do, man. In the passing game, we're going to take away your we- your biggest weapons. All the time. They do it so consistently. Okay, but... It's always been you take away Hill or Kelsey. You can't take away both because no, they did. And the playoff game that they beat the Chiefs, they took away both of them. No, Hill still had a good game. I remember. No, Hill had one big catch later in the game when the Chiefs came hard charging back and tied it. But for the most part, they took them away. Mm. <laughs> mm, I think Kelsey had a touchdown that game too. He might have had a touchdown, but. Again, I have, believe, I believe they, it was J.C. Jackson alone on Kelsey. They did not have a ton of catches, though. And Kelsey had size on him. Yeah, probably. Anyway, all right. With that, guys, we're going to take a quick break before, we're, and then we're going to go into the Chargers-Chiefs matchup, AFC and AFC playoff picture, and plenty more. Stick with us, guys. Quick break. Ladies and gentlemen, slow your roll. And uh, just talking about the Pats Colts, and we're going to move on to Chargers Chiefs. But, Jesse, you did look it up. Yeah. When they did face them in that 2019 playoff game. Yeah. Tell me what Belichick did with Kelsey and Hill. Well, Hill had one catch for 54 yards. No, no, excuse me. No, he had one catch for, like, what was it? 40, 42 yards. 42 yards. Because, uh, uh, sorry, Watkins had the 54-yard catch. Yes. Um. And then Kelsey had three catches for 22 yards and a touchdown. So, like I said, you can take away both, and the Pats have done it before. Listen, I'm not saying that the Chiefs are better than the Colts. I'm just saying from the Pats' perspective on a matchup-wise, I'd rather see the Chiefs than the Colts. Whose defense is better, that team's or this team's? You had Stephon Gilmore. You did. Uh, I would say that defense was a little bit better. And I do remember, I'm pretty sure... We have Judon, though. We might have a better pass rush than that team had. I think we have a better pass rush. Yeah. Just, you know. I think the difference between our defense that year and our defense this year is less than the difference than the Chiefs' entire team from that year and this year. I think our run defense is better than though. It might have been. It might have been. Anyway, from that, though, we're going to talk more about the Chiefs because we're going to talk about that Chargers-Chiefs game in OT. Chiefs 34-28 over the Chargers. And I had some strong opinions watching that game. I set it out on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, not impressed, and I'm finally, for the first time, ready to say it. The Pats are the best team in the AFC. And then they went out and lost to the Colts. But I also told people I thought they were going to lose the Colts game and still said they were the best team in the AFC, that they were due to have a bad game. And I'm sticking by it because I didn't find that impressive at all. 
The Chargers are still the Chargers. They just have a great quarterback in Justin Herbert. Okay. The Chiefs, once again, Patrick Mahomes misses way too many bunnies because his mechanics are all over the place. He is a roller coaster of a player. The offense wasn't even good for two and a half quarters. You can't play this kind of inconsistent football in the playoffs. You especially can't play this kind of inconsistent football against the Patriots because the Patriots will make you pay for these kind of mistakes. You can't leave points on the board, and you can't miss your bunnies and your layups. They once again still can't run the football at all. The Chiefs have 86 rushing yards in total, 32 of those from Patrick Mahomes, most of that scrambling. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire had nine carries, averaged 3.5 yards a carry. Darren and Darian Williams had five carries, averaging 2.5 yards a carry. God forbid, if they're in a playoff game and they're in bad weather, now they can't run the football, that's not good either. Um, do I really need to talk about why the Chargers? I mean, they're a wild card team anyway at this point, and they just, they, I mean, you watched it. I saw, what, what was that defense? I at saw the, the end? ending. What was that defense at the end? They looked oh, like was, they they looked laughing. like they forgot how to tackle. Yeah, I've never. I like. I get. It was not. I don't want to <laughs> listen. I don't want to take it away from Kelsey, but he just looked like just some guy running through, untouched. He just he catches the ball, he stops and cuts back. And then once that happened, I was like, he's going to score a touchdown. Dude, he's, everybody overran the play. They looked like it was college people in the secondary. I understand playing off coverage and giving them the cushion, but usually when you give wideouts and, you know, another team in general that much of a cushion, there's, you know, players downfield ready to make the tackles. Oh, there was players downfield. They all took the wrong <laughs> angle. Though. None of them were ready to make the tackle. They all looked like every single secondary player on that play looked like Gronk at the end of the Miami Miracle. <laughs> just so just bad. burning rubber, <laughs> terrible angle. It was hilarious. It was Horrible, absolutely terrible. Um, and by the way, that wasn't even the only one that Kelsey like caught one, not that you know, like like a little six, seven yard one, and then had a long run. They had that on the touchdown drive before that too. They had another one where Kelsey caught and then ran like another thirty yards. Well, his longest of that game was sixty nine yards. It was awful. He well, he had a hundred ninety one. That was his best game ever. I know, hundred ninety one yards receiving, ten receptions, and like. Tyreek Hill had 12 receptions. Yeah. The rest of the team combined, nine receptions. Yeah. It's still just a two-man show. That's why I like that matchup for the Pats. But just what was that by the Chargers? The Chargers are still the Chargers. They they kept going for it way too many times on fourth downs and stuff when they should have just taken some points, kicked the field goals, and taken the points. Yeah. Because your defense was doing a decent job on Casey. Yeah. I understand trying to be aggressive, but like... Wouldn't even have gone to overtime if they... Didn't. No, I know. If they had just taken the points. I understand being aggressive sometimes, but the Chargers took it to another level. To the point that they... I mean, how many points did they leave on the board? They I, left a lot of points on the board. I just because they the kept game, going. So you you got to tell me. I, I'm trying to... I mean, you can't assume touchdowns, but I think I think they at least foregoed like three different chances at field goals. Like... Just way over aggressive, and I understand that that's their brand, that's their style, and they have such a great quarterback, so I get it. But man, time and place, son. While your defense is playing pretty well in the Chiefs, take advantage of it now. Just take the points. Hmm. But the Chargers should have won that game, but they're the Chargers. So I came away from that Thursday night football game completely unimpressed, and still thinking—well, not still thinking, but for the first time all year—thinking the Pats might be the best team in the AFC. Now, if the Titans get Derrick Henry back, maybe they're the best team again. I don't know. It is scary. But right now, 
even after the loss, I think best team in the AFC. I don't know. The, that <laughs> Titans team was making some boneheaded plays. <laughs> um, it had no ball security whatsoever. Oh, against the Steelers? Yes. Yeah, I know. I know. But when they get Henry back, it's a different team. All right. Do you have any thoughts on that Thursday night football game? Uh, I mean, or, no. or my declaration there now that I'm finally saying I think the Pats are the best team in the AFC. Um, uh, it's by a hair, by the way, guys. Again, the AFC is about matchups more than anything else. I still think the Chiefs are the best team in the AFC, but like, it's it's a three man show. Yeah, and that's kind of it. And then the the, I, the Chargers are just the Chargers. They don't scare me because they're just. No matter how good of a game they're going, they're playing, they're gonna mess it up. They are so frustrating. I lost fifty bucks because of them. Oh, <laughs> oh, fifty dollars. I know. I made a bet with Angel, <laughs> but I can't. I, I, they're, they're, they're so talented and they're so frustrating. They might be the most frustrating team in the NFL. All right. With that, we'll go on to the entire AFC playoff picture here for a second. So the way it sits right now. Chiefs are the number one seed, so they'll have the bye. It'll be Pats versus the Bills, Titans versus the Chargers, and Bengals versus the Colts. So we're going to talk about how we think those things shake up. I think there's an obvious upset. I mean, I don't even know if you consider it an upset. It's just by seeding, it's an upset. I would bet money on it. The Colts have beaten the Bengals. The Colts are a better football team than than, than the Bengals. Uh, pro- Probably. But... Go Bengals. Go Bengals. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I agree because I don't want to see the Colts. But uh, the other two, Saints and the Titans, um, Derrick Henry, by all means, looks like he's going to be back by then. I mean, Titans and Chargers. Uh, by all means, he's going to be back by then. Saints? I was like, what? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, and the Chargers have the worst run defense maybe in football. So that's a terrible matchup for the poor Chargers. They're not winning that game. And then the Pats and the Bills, who will get to see – I mean – they're going to play for the third time then, and they're about to play again on Sunday, right? Uh, what do you what uh, what do you think about the other two matchups I just said? Um, I mean, I the Beng the Bengals are just kind of got you know good for them taking these steps, and they are, are really a better team than I thought this year. But like, you're not like I feel so much more that the Colts deserve to be a playoff team. Than the Bengals, I understand you're leading the division right now, Cincinnati. But like, it's not a good division. The Ravens fell apart. <laughs> um, there's a dead man leading the Steelers. Uh, and then the Browns just browned. Oh my gosh! So <clears throat> that game, I mean, hey, God bless them. Let's go Bengals. <laughs> but like, you're gonna lose. Oh yeah. Uh, and then the Chargers. I mean, hey, if it's a Derrick Henry list if he's still not back for let's say that first game I like the Chargers actually I do too but by all by all measures it looks pretty pretty positive that Henry will be back for that game okay yeah um I I mean I heard he'll he'll likely even be back for the last game of the regular season if they want to play him to be honest I don't think they should they probably won't unless they stumble down the road here and then the Colts are back like you know, breathing down their necks, but yeah. they probably won't. I mean, they stumble in. They stumble in hard. <laughs> they are stumbling hard. That's why I, I actually, I mean, even with Derrick Henry, like, I think the Chargers could at least put up a fight. Oh, I mean, I think they could because I think the Chargers are super talented. 
Yeah. Especially I, offensively. I think, yeah, I think Herbert could make that a game. Yeah, like no one's really been able to stop them offensively other than Belichick. And like I just, Ryan Tannehill, man. Did you see that, like the bad snap? He pulled like a Cam Newton in the Super Bowl. We just kind of stared at it. Oh, did he really? Yeah. And oh, not, man. When that happened, I was just like, ain't it, man? Ain't no, it? Ain't you got, it? You got no heart, bro. <laughs> the Titans also are really missing A.J. Brown. Yes. Because they don't have much in the passing yes. game after A.J. Brown. Yeah, Julio. Julio is a shell. Uh, Julio's done. That's why the Falcons were able to. We're, we're so good with parting with him for just. What did the Titans give up? It wasn't a first round pick. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I think it was like two. I think it was like a second and a third or something. Thank God the Pats didn't, didn't do it. Yeah. I know. Belichick knew that is a lot of money for someone who's not that good anymore. No, and barely ever even on the field. Yeah. I mean, he's played in what, like four games this year? I think he played in two straight. Trust me, I know. I drafted him. <laughs> he's on my fantasy team right now. <laughs> I know he is because you picked him up out of desperation. Yeah. All right. All right. With that, we're going to do the Tommy Report a little early here. Jesse, take oh, us away. Oh, baby. Man, no saints, man. <laughs> I don't know, like, what sins Tom Brady has committed, but uh, the saints just... They just give him hell. <laughs> uh, you know, and that defense is good. Mm-hmm. And they played the the old school Sean Payton style, even though Sean Payton wasn't there, where uh, you get a bonus if you cause an injury. Because, uh, oh, my God, did they go after everybody. Like, they murdered them. And so I don't blame Brady that much for having a bad game. But it was clearly just he was so frustrated, smashing tablets. I will say this for Brady though, he he kind of looked like he tapped out like halfway through the third quarter. A little bit. I mean, he's like he's like you know I'm throwing to Scotty Miller and Tyler Johnson or whatever. Yeah, and he's like Jackson, it's. I think. I think it's Tyler Johnson. Maybe it is Tyler Johnson. Um, and I mean, and Gronk. Yeah. But you could just double Gronk at that point, and that's all that needs to happen. Uh, because, yeah, he had, I mean, he had Ronald Jones, and, you know, Ronald Jones is capable, but he's not a Lenny. Mm-hmm. Um, he got shut out for the first time, what was it, 255 games? First time in 15 years. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I wanted them to say, like, what was the last game he got shut out on? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. But, yeah, Tom Brady got shut out for the first time in 15 years. Oh six. That's usually that's you know two football careers usually, yeah. Oh man, uh, but like Tom Brady was so mad, running over to the, I guess the Saints bench and telling people to go after themselves. <laughs> like Tom Brady was just he lost it. Yeah, <laughs> he really did. And uh, to a nobody, he just can't beat the Saints. I know he just can't beat the Saints, man. And that really kind of shakes up the playoff picture in the NFC a little bit. Well, now the Cowboys have the second seed. Bucks dropped to third. Oh, my God. What? Dallas having the second seed? So dumb. I know. (coughs) But that's the way it is. Cowboys suck. I don't care what anyone says. All right, that's a little far, but we're going to talk about Dallas. Cowboys suck. We'll talk about them later on. That is bananas. I know, isn't it? That the Bucks are no longer. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. 
but they they have they're securely in front of their division, so they'll be just fine. The Bucks beat the the Cowboys. Doesn't matter. I think Dallas has a better record. No, they're both ten and four. All right. When I looked at it today, Dallas. They said Dallas had the second seed, so maybe they have a better conference record. Uh, Dallas is eight and one in the conference. Uh, Tampa Bay is six and four. Well, maybe that's what it is then. Dallas is also four and zero against their awful division. Tampa is two and two. Yeah. You know what? You can't give you can't give Dallas a pass though, because I'm sorry. Boy, Tampa's no. division is every bit as bad as Dallas's. Um, no. Yes, it is. You think a healthy New Orleans team? They're not healthy. Hey, man. <laughs> they lost. They look great. And by the way, they lost. Jameis Winston didn't play most of that Tampa Saints game in the first game. They lost to largely. It was Trevor Simeon. Okay. You can't you can't make that excuse, man. You can't. Their their division is just as bad as Dallas's defense is good. The Saints. So is Washington's defense. It's kind of not though. It it looks good now. Okay. Hey, they might make the playoffs. Yeah, the Saints <laughs> might make the playoffs. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. I mean, yeah. I mean, Washington you plays could make today. The, you but could make the argument that the Giants are worse than the other two bad teams in Brady's division. Yeah, I think Atlanta would beat the, the Giants. I think Carolina is a better team than the Giants. Too. I don't think anymore. Uh, I think they just have a terrible quarterback. <laughs> I think they're worse and worse every game. <laughs> well, I they th- should go back to Darnold. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it matters, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Darnold. <laughs> At least Cam can run. Can th- <laughs> Darnold can throw the ball <laughs> to the other team. <laughs> throw the ball. <laughs> they're just. Do- I feel so bad for Matt Rule. I don't understand why now he's suddenly <laughs> on the hot seat. What the hell do you expect from him to do? What do you do when you don't have an NFL quarterback? Yeah. Like, uh, not really at all. To be honest, I haven't heard his name. I've heard his name a little bit. Yeah, he's uh, not. He's not. But like, I haven't. Not, I haven't really heard his no, name. No, he's not like going to get fired. Fired. But I think there's pressure on him, and I think that's why. He, I think they made him fire Joe Brady because they were like, "Hey, you're getting another chance, but like, you need to, you know, throw some people under the bus and and make some staff changes before we toss you out." I'd be like, bro. But, you know, it's Joe Brady's fault that his quarterbacks were Cam Newton, who doesn't know how to throw a football anymore, and Sam Darnold. Bro, he's back. Who? Cam Newton. <laughs> oh, Cam Newton's back? I'm back. I'm back. I, I feel bad. Throwing the ball to the other team. Uh, I feel bad for him. He should just be an analyst at this point. I, is he smart enough in football-wise to be an analyst? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. He, he's never seemed like the most – you Listen, know, you see his suit. <laughs> Brainiest of football players. He has nice suits. He's probably go be a model then. Uh, sure, I guess you could do that. But like, he's probably very like you yeah, know, we would charismatic. Way off topic. <laughs> like way off into the field somewhere yeah. on this. This is the Tommy update. <laughs> this is the we're talking about Cam Newton instead. This is the Tom Brady update. Cam is a gorgeous individual who doesn't know how to throw a football anymore. <laughs> That is the last you I will say. think he's handsome? Uh, I think his style is. He oh, absolutely. He buys good clothing. Absolutely. That's what I mean. He's probably charismatic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no, one, well, no one's as gorgeous as Jimmy G, but. <laughs> but you know who's charismatic? <laughs> Who? Psycho Tom. Psycho Tom. <laughs> not when he's losing to the Saints, he's not charismatic. So terrible. He's actually just kind of a child throwing a fit. Let's go laser focus <laughs> for what he says on the, the sideline. <coughs> uh, all right. 
right. That has been your Tommy <laughs> report. Also your Cam Newton report. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, I think I think their divisions are just as bad, by the way. So I don't think you can play that card with Dallas and Tampa. Also your call to not fire Matt Rule in there. Yeah, yeah, don't fire Matt Rule. That was all over the place. It's not Matt Rule's fault. We're going all over the place. All right. Bottom line is you can't use the excuse that Dallas division's bad because Tampa's is just as bad. It's not just as bad. It's pretty close. I would. It's pretty close. No. It's, I mean, it's w- with, with Carolina with Cam Newton at quarterback now is ju- as as bad as anybody. It's close, but I don't know. The Eagles and Washington football team actually can kind of win games. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yes, the Eagles. I said the Eagles. Yeah. So wait, you're saying Dallas's division is better? I kind of did just say that. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> You just hate them boys. Oh. I know you hate them, but you just admitted it. Dallas's division might be better than than Brady's. No, because the Bucks are still in that division and that just makes that division so much better. Oh my gosh, we're talking about each team though. The Bucks don't play themselves. No, I'm talking about the divisions as a whole. Oh my gosh. We're talking about the opponents that they play. And that has been your Tom Brady update. All right. <laughs> that has been the Tom Brady report. Guys, we are going to take one last quick break here before we play call in the fat lady. Talk about Urban Meyer, and we're going to talk about We Dem Boys before the Darwin Awards. Stick with us, guys. Oh, baby, and we are back. Slow your roll. We're back with one of everyone's favorite game. It's been a little while. Yes. But, you know, a regular season is coming to a close. It's time for calling the Fat Lady. Is she singing on some certain teams? Yep. We're going we're gonna to ask the experts. First up, Dom. <laughs> yes. Miami Dolphins are somehow still alive after that terrible start. They currently sit 7-7. Seven and seven. Is the Fat Lady ready to sing on them, or do they still have stuff to play for? I mean, they definitely have stuff to play for, but oh, they have stuff to play for. But the uh, the fat lady is singing on the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins, if you take out their win against the Pats to start the year, Week One against a rookie quarterback making his first NFL uh, start, Dolphins still barely won. If you look at the rest of their opponents' records, the wins the Dolphins have, their combined opponents' record is twenty-one and forty-nine. All right, that's about as bad as it gets. They have literally played almost every awful team in the NFL, other than, like, the Lions. They got to play the Texans. They got to play the Jets twice, obviously. They got to play the New York Giants out of the NFC. They have played the absolute dreads of the league. And so, yeah, the the, the fat lady is totally singing on the Dolphins. I don't buy this just because they win a bunch of games in a row against terrible opponents. Two is now a franchise quarterback. Nearly gave that game away against the Jets. The only other winning opponent they beat was the Ravens after the Ravens had just had an uh, overtime game 
um, against the, I think it was the Steelers. They had just taken into overtime, then had to turn around on a short week and play the Dolphins on Thursday night football. Um, and Miami took that 22 to 10. That's the only real legitimate opponent they've beaten. This team also lost to the Falcons. If you remember that, it's not a good football team. Uh, average at quarterback, if even that. They have to play the Saints, the Titans, and then the Patriots to end the season in their last three games. It's not happening for Miami. The fat lady is singing on this Dolphins season. I mean, if you disagree, you can you can chime in. But if not, uh, I mean, uh, no, no, I agree. Twenty-one and forty-nine. That's as bad as it gets. That's pretty bad. That's horrible. Uh, <laughs> That's uh, horrible. I wonder if there's even a worse, like, a sort of, like, record you could combine for the team with that many wins. So, anyway. So, Jesse, your favorite team, your favorite guy. Yeah. They have battled. I have given Mike Tomlin credit on multiple shows because I don't know how the hell he's doing it. But is the fat lady singing on the Pittsburgh Steelers? Who, by the way, if you look at the playoff record and chances— They've gotten a marked-up improvement because of what the Browns just did. They actually have a decent chance, statistically, of making the playoffs. But despite that, Jesse, is the fat lady singing on the Pittsburgh Steelers? No. Wow! I didn't <laughs> think you would th- say you that. You know what? At the beginning of the season, I would want them dead. But this is just so entertaining. It's so bad. It's so good. I love it. I hope it keeps going. I would love for it to keep going. But in, in genuinely, now the fir- next week... They play the Chiefs. Oh, that is a tough assignment, especially with how they're playing right now. No Travis Kelsey though. Kelsey just joined the COVID list. Oh, congratulations! <laughs> I saw he was uh, uh, made the Pro Bowl too. Yeah, uh, just in time for that. Just in time for that. Uh, so, hey, I mean, hey, that's good news for the Steelers. Uh, but after that, it's Browns, Ravens. Okay. The, the teams you are battling for that division. Now, at no point do you play the Bungles, but they might bungle. So that division is not out of the it's not out of the question yet. Mm. And this team just seems to fall into success. So I can't say she's singing yet. I still I Mike Tomlin is he, he's pushing some of the right buttons. That defense is good enough. And Ben Roethlisberger. Has weapons. Yeah, he does. He has weapons. That he sometimes can get the ball to occasionally. Yes. Yes. Occasionally. Oh, did you see? Uh, this is off topic. Did you see that little toss? Just that <laughs> little toss to Najee Harris? I t- saw that. You take it. <laughs> it was like something out of that episode of the Three Stooges where they played football. <laughs> uh, but this fat lady's not singing. Okay. They're still in it. Let's go Steelers. All right. I'd love to see him in the playoffs. That'd be hilarious. Dude, do you think if they made the playoffs, they'd bring Big Ben back another year? No. No, he even came out and kind of said, like, this is it. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm wondering if they'd be that stupid. No, he, right. he is aware how this is going. <laughs> okay, good. Well, he hasn't always had the best self-awareness, so. Hey, he's <laughs> matured, I guess. I guess. At least he knows he sucks at football. <laughs> All right. But Dom. Yes. Uh... The Minnesota Vikings. Yes. Played last night. Mm-hmm. One. Yeah. But is it over? Should they just pack it in? Well, the only reason that the Vikings season is not completely over yet is because technically they're now in the playoffs after that win. They technically have the last seed. 
But I'll tell you something right now. She's getting ready to take the stage because the Vikings have to play the Rams and the Packers the next two games. I don't think they're winning either one of those. And you can't even catch those teams in in a place where it's like, well, maybe they're overlooking and they don't need the win. Nope. The Rams need the win because they need to try and win the division so they're not on the road in the playoffs for the first round. And the Packers need to win because the Packers need to do everything they can to keep that first round by. So, and the Packers already lost to Minnesota this year, so I'm sure they want some revenge. Uh, It's not looking good for Minnesota. So, Fat Lady's not completely singing because I can't say the Fat Lady is singing on a team that's technically in the playoffs if the season ended today. But she's, she's slowly taking the stage, walking up those steps, probably a little out of breath. Uh... She's getting ready, though. She's she's warming up. She's getting ready to sing on this Viking season. And one of the biggest reasons why is because the next team that we're going to talk about. Ooh. Because the strength of schedule from what the Vikings have to play to what this team has to play. Talked about him this... Talked about him a few times on this show. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Jesse. Yeah. Down in NOLA is the fat lady singing on the New Orleans Saints. You know, uh, they had a big Monday night game. And the fat lady was on the stage. And if it didn't go well, she would have sang. Yes, she would have. They pitched a shutout, though, baby. (laughs) She has left the stage. Because after that, it's the Dolphins next week on Monday night. Prime time. Battle of the seven and sevens. And it's the Falcons and the Panthers. And they are... I mean, the Falcons are playing okay football at best, if I can say that. <laughs> yeah. But it's still not good. And the Panthers are not a team. They are a quarter, at least without a quarterback. Well, actually, as we've said, that's mean. I think the Panthers are a team that's a quarterback away. I guess a little bit. But the quarterback is just so bad. <laughs> no matter who it is. Yeah. Um, but. Just God is on this team's side. Yeah. The Saints. God loves New Orleans. So, I don't know about that one. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know about that one, actually. I love New Orleans. But this team just will not die, despite the fact they're on their third quarterback, third-string quarterback. He doesn't get paid like it, but um, they just won't just keep coming back from the dead. They keep losing guys. Uh, they had COVID problems, no Sean Payton, and yet they beat the Bucks. And I know like they're just the Bucks kryptonite, mm-hmm. but I really want to know what this team has tapped into to get this strength of schedule down the stretch combined with just, I don't know, the luck of the Irish, even though mm-hmm. they're not. Yeah. Actually, also historically speaking, the luck of the Irish is historically terrible. <laughs> but... I don't know. They, I cannot. As much as like, I don't think this is a good team at all. The fat lady just can't be singing because everything, every domino seems to at this moment be falling for them. Yeah. Every time you think they're done, they somehow come back. Yeah, they've risen from the dead three days later. <laughs> yeah. So, with that, that has been call in the fat lady. So in short, I think the only one we yeah. were totally singing on was Miami. Yeah. I mean, she's basically singing on the Vikings, though, in my opinion. Anyway, with that, a man that we have defended multiple times on this show, but 
After all that, it is over in Jacksonville for Urban Meyer. He got the news last week. Oh, he, no, say it ain't so. <laughs> he got shot out of a cannon. So the experiment with Urban Meyer has been a failure. I still think the media is being a little bit unfair with him because it's all of a sudden he's only good because he's in college. He doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know football, blah, 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 blah. Listen, this was about personality and fit more than anything else. Urban Meyer, uh, like all uh, college coaches, power-obsessed, power-hungry. They want complete control uh, over everything. They're control freaks. You can't do that in the NFL. You have a billion-dollar owner, and you have players that are multimillionaires uh, with plenty of success, families, and all these other things that can't just listen to you. Urban Meyer was unable to get a really good NFL staff around him because he had had no NFL experience. He got a bunch of bounce around the guy, like bounce around the league kind of guys like Daryl Bevel. And so used to winning, it seems like with all the losing, it was getting to him and, you know, exacerbating all of these problems. I don't think he was able to really deal with it. Uh, and so I don't think it's about football. I think it's about all the other things. Uh, why Urban Meyer did not work in Jacksonville. And even now, I, I don't know if, I don't know. The media sometimes likes to overdo stories. I wasn't there, so I don't know. I just, I'm not a fan of firing a coach in the first year, especially when, I mean, if I told you Jacksonville was only going to win two or three games, wouldn't you have said that's about what this roster is worth? So uh, it's not good in Jacksonville. I don't know if they should have fired him. Maybe they should have. Maybe it was that toxic. I don't know. But it is over. The college experiment there from Urban Meyer, now the NFL, over. And he adds a list of great college coaches that haven't worked in the NFL. <laughs> Jesse, do you have some thoughts on this? Well, I think it was just last show we had a little segment about should we fire this coach or should we not fire him. It might have been two shows ago. Mm-hmm. Um. And I said, no, they should not fire Urban. And now here we are. Yeah. Urban has been fired. And at the time, I did not know. A lot has come out since. A lot of very damning evidence has come out since. You know, mm-hmm. kicking kickers. and Kicking kickers. Uh, calling your coaches losers and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, like, that's definitely. Can't put up with that. Inexcusable. Toxic work environment. Yes. Um, you know, and at. I understand, you know, if you're going to come in, you got to, you have to, you're going to piss some people off. We've even said that in the past. Yes. He was going to come in and piss some people off. He was going to come on, come in and piss off the losers. Mm-hmm. But when you're calling people losers, that's not how it is supposed to well, be. Well, you're calling done. your whole staff losers in front of the yes. team. That's not great. Yes. And just because somebody disagrees with you doesn't make them a loser, Urban. Um, that's not a losing mentality. Not listening to other people is a losing mentality. Mm. Um, I will say that because you're not always right, Urban. Um, so we were, you know, like everyone else, we were not quite as informed on how bad it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I defended him with some things. This stuff, like you know, you can't quite defend that. And I, I get at this point why he was fired. It's just so much of a distraction. Even if it's not totally true mm-hmm. it's just so much of a distraction in that locker room mm-hmm. that's got a that's just not good yeah and then even if like like i said if it's not as bad it's so hard to take him seriously at that point because like yo coach i heard you kicked a guy <laughs> uh, even if he goes like yo i didn't kick him how can you take that man seriously anymore 
And I wonder what this does for the rest of his coaching career. Well, I don't think he has a coaching career after this because I don't think he was all certainly that, not in the NFL. Well, no, but I don't think he was all that interested in ever going back to college. I don't think he wants to deal with the recruiting and the schedule that is college. It's twenty four seven; it never stops because of the recruiting. Um, and I think he had proven everything he needed to prove at college. So I don't think he was going to go back to college no matter what happened. Okay. So I think I think he rides off into the sunset at this point. Mm-hmm. I really do. Unless maybe he just decides he doesn't want to go out this way in his coaching career, but. I understand that. I would be but like, you might have to with how bad it was. Cause no, he would, he would get a college job in a second, I still think. Okay. Yeah. he's The track record's too good. I guess. And I think everyone understands culturally the difference and why sometimes it doesn't work college to NFL. Especially, by the way, if you've had a ton of success in college. Like, big name, multiple programs, big program. Like, this is why I think Matt Rule will be fine in work. Matt Rule doesn't have a long college career at a huge place and a huge star or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? But like the Steve Spurriers, the Nick Sabans and all that didn't work in the NFL. Cause when you've had that such success at college, <clears throat> you become very insular. You've become very, uh, you're a control freak, you know? Yeah. He seems that way. Yeah. He's a control. No, he's a control freak <laughs> the way most big college coaches are. All right. And with that, that has been all on the Urban Meyer stuff. We're going to get to the Darwin in just a sec. I have some quick thoughts, though, on a team that you've said uh, already you think sucks, but (laughs) I have defended defended them all year more than you have or anybody else that we've had on the show, and that is the Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? A second seed right now, clearly wrapping up their division, but I'm going to say it for the first time this year. I am bailing on the Cowboys now. And here's after a win after after a win against the Giants. But they once again didn't look all that great against the Giants Uh, in that game. The Giants are terrible. And yet the Giants were in it for most of the way. Twenty one six the final. Here's the thing with the Cowboys. All of you out there, I've worked for, I think, two or three bosses that I would say were like this. Have you ever worked for a boss? who's just completely inconsistent. They just change their mind on stupid things all the time. They might not even be bad people. I'm not even saying they're bad people. Most of the ones I'm talking about in my life, in my experience, were they were not bad people. But when you have a boss that changes his mind and changes how he wants things done all the time, it's the most infuriating thing, and you have no idea what to expect when you walk in every day. It's so annoying being like, you said this one week, now I have to do it this way. Three days ago, it was fine this way. Now I have to do it over again or I have to do things differently. And they're weird too because like the same people who are like this, I don't know if they have if it's a mental thing. They also are unable to admit the fact that they told you to do it the other way a couple of days ago. So I don't know if it's an ego, a power thing, or if they've just, they're so chaotic in the mind that they really don't believe that they just did that. I don't know what it is. Probably depends on the person. But for every of you out there, if you've ever worked for a boss like that, you know it's the most infuriating thing in the world. You don't have the consistency and you don't know what to expect every day you come in. That's how I feel about the Cowboys, except it comes down to this. This is the kind of stuff that matters in football more than any other sport. What is your identity as a football team? I have no idea what Dallas's identity is. And so much of playoff football is situational. So when you get into those big moments, Fourth and short, third and short. What are we going to do? We're going to run it. We're going to throw it. 
Are we going to kick it and rely on our defense? The beginning of the year, it was a laser show. It was They got four great wide receivers. Dak throwing the ball everywhere. Lamb, Cooper, Gallup. Uh, am I missing one? I mean, Schultz is a really good Schultz he's a tight is, yeah, end. Yeah, he's a tight end. But they have so many weapons in the passing game. Dak is throwing the ball all over the place. He looked like he was worth the money. Um, and yet, in the past, they had been always a physical running team, Ezekiel Elliott. Now Zeke doesn't look as good. Is Tony Pollard better than Zeke? Are we a running team? Are we a passing team? Now, all of a sudden, it's the defense the last couple of weeks that's carrying them. I, lo- I think this is just a super talented team, but I don't think they have any identity at all. I mean, today, what are the Cowboys? In those big moments, right? that I just talked about. What are you hanging your hat on? Dak. Dak hasn't <laughs> played well for weeks now. The offense hasn't looked good. They're not throwing the ball well. It's become dink and dunk because they Dak's not throwing the ball over the top anymore. So it seems like now it's the running game. It wasn't the beginning of the year. Is Pollard better than Zeke? Do we go to Zeke? Do we go to Pollard in the short yarded situation? Do we just kick it and rely on our defense that's been really good now down the stretch? I don't think Dallas has an identity. And I think that's a huge problem in the playoffs. I think it's a problem in general, but in the playoffs especially, you, the players, everyone, you need to be on the same page. We need to know in the big situations, what do we rely on? And I don't think they know what they rely on. I don't think they have an identity. The Packers have an identity. The Bucks have an identity. You know what the Bucks are. The Bucks are Tom Brady and multiple weapons in the passing game. Brady will make magic in the playoffs. And if he doesn't, if we need to punt, we know what our identity is on defense. We're a blitz-heavy team, super fast, and we're going to go for it with Todd Bowles and try and get to your quarterback. The Bucks have an identity. Packers' identity is Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> you know, making magic happen. All these teams have an identity. The 49ers, by the way, a team Dallas might have to play, and it's one of the reasons I'm bailing on Dallas because if I think if they play the Niners in the playoffs, I'm picking the Niners. The Niners have an identity. We are physical on both sides of the football. We're bigger, stronger. doesn't matter if our running back is Jeff Wilson, Eli Mitchell, or Raheem Mostert. We're going to run the ball down your throat. So they know in those situations what they're going to do, what we hang our hat on as a team. I don't think Dallas does. So... That's why I'm officially bailing on the Cowboys. Okay. Do you have any thoughts on that, Jesse? Because you just say, in general, I think they suck. But do you get my point? Yeah. I mean, I've just... You're probably catching up on what I've been saying all season. <laughs> I, I mean, nah, because you, you were saying it too meanly. I think <laughs> Dallas is a super talented team. Their defense looks really good now. They got playmakers everywhere. They can get after your quarterback. I think they're really talented. I think they're almost as talented as anybody, but I don't get, I don't think they have an identity and I don't know what they're going to do in those big situations. I don't think they know what they should do in those big situations. Hmm. Do you think that's the coach's fault? I think it is. I think it's partly the coach's fault and the culture in general. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So, so, and, and, and in McCarthy's, in McCarthy's defense though, I think, the thinking was that the culture was going to be, I mean, not the culture, the identity, what they'd hang their hat on is Dak Prescott throwing the football and all these great weapons. But now it seems like Dak is regret. I mean, I know he's regressed. He's not playing well for weeks now. They're not throwing the ball down the field at all. Their defense is what's been saving them for the past three or four weeks, but that's never been what Dallas usually was. And that's not what Dallas thought they'd be coming into the year. 
So, are is the is the identity defense now? I don't I don't think they know. I don't think they know. So, playoffs are super situational, and when it comes down to those big situations, I don't think Dallas knows what they're going to do, or should do. So, that's my issue with them. Okay. Do you see it that way, or do you just see it as like they're just not that good of a football team? I mean, I was like, you know, I know what Zeke is capable of. You know, he's not what he was a couple of years ago already. I know what Dak is capable of. You know, I know what Amari Cooper is capable of when he's healthy. Um, and, you know, CeeDee Lamb is young, but we he was really good last year. Mm-hmm. And I know they can put up points. And, yeah, I mean, uh, Diggs is a great playmaker on the defense. Uh, who's that linebacker? Micah Parsons. Yeah. And Lawrence is back healthy now, too. Their pass rush has been really good. Okay. Uh, and I know that I know they have, you know, just kind of these studs sprinkled everywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're just still the Cowboys to me, though. They're still they'll just still make some stupid plays. Like, all right, the defense is good, but they'll still just out of nowhere give up these just big plays because they get like a little lazy mm-hmm. or something. I I don't know. Mm-hmm. They're just not sound. They're not refined. Mm-hmm. They're they're the damn Cowboys. Mm, yeah. And they know it, and that's their problem. Mm, I got gotcha. All right, so let me think of it this way. So, right, so this is what I mean by no identity. Playoff game, three-point game. Let's say, let's say you're even up by three. You have the ball at your own 47, and it's now fourth and, let's say, fourth and three. What are you doing? What are they going to do? Are they going to punt it and rely on the defense? Are they going to try and run it? Are they going to rely on Dak and try and throw the ball for that? What are they going to do? Up by three, I'd punt that. Okay. But, like, let's say, let's say, let's say even say fourth and two. Let's even say fourth and two. If this is the Titans, what do you think they're going to do? They're going to run it with Derrick Henry. The Bucks, I think they're probably going to rely on Brady, although they know what they are, and they do have a lot of confidence in their defense. The Packers are going to leave the ball in Aaron Rodgers' hands. I don't think what's Dallas going to do. Are they going to rely on Zeke to run it? Or are they going to rely on Pollard to run it? Are they going to punt it? Are they going to have Dak? Who's Dak looking for? Is he looking for Cooper? Is he looking for Lamb? Is he looking for Schultz? Is it, you know, you, you, you get my point on the situational stuff and why it matters that your team has an identity. Yeah, I guess. But I, you know, I, I just, if he's going to pass, I assume he's looking for Lamb. Okay. Uh, yeah, maybe you tell you different. Maybe you'd be like, no, I'm a, I'm a Cooper guy. Yeah. But I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I get what you're saying. Well, like, I do. what's their identity? I couldn't tell you. I, I'm going to get a little closer. Yeah. I couldn't tell you either. Thank you. Um, that that matters. It really does matter. But like, the I, Niners are going to run it. They know what they are. Uh, and, you know, maybe the part of that really is part of their biggest problem is just what are we, guys? Yeah. Um, but I, I – my biggest problem with them really is just like I just you're really good in some places yeah, but you're just still you're just still a cowboy I don't know I don't know and that's not even like a good explanation but like I just don't like if the game gets tight I think the other team is just going to play better than you okay yeah yeah and part of the reason they're going to play better than them is usually I, I think, think those teams have the identity in Dallas. Doesn't. I think it's just a lot of personalities on one team. Mm, okay. And it's like, oh, that that's kind of that kind of what the Bucks are. But there's a 
there's a man there named Tom Brady being like who puts it all together. Yeah. And manages it all. I get that. Yeah. All right. All right. With that, guys, we are ready to wrap things up. Time for the Darwin Award. Oh, baby. Drum roll, please. This week's Darwin Award winner is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Not even Urban. Not even just for Urban Meyer. You brought in the college coach. You fired him before the season was even done. And it looks like you're ruining what might have been the best quarterback prospect in like 15 years. Mm-hmm. Someone who's surefire is supposed to work, and you're ruining him. And great, <laughs> you fired Urban Meyer. Where are you going from here? What's left? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I truly don't know. You're going to try and get Brian Gable, I guess, the OC from Buffalo, or Eric Bieniemy, or I, uh, what? I don't you got you get you get the over number one pick again. By the way, two years yeah. in a row, you did it, Jacksonville. Where do you go with that pick, even? And you're leaderless. I think you trade it and try and get multiple picks. I know somebody that said the exact same thing. Who? Nick. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Our friend who's actually a Jaguars fan for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He. I mean, he, he, they're just so he <laughs> likes them because they were. They've never been anything. Oh, okay. And they deserve some. <laughs> fans i guess okay but yeah i've where does this team go like where do they go from here i don't even know i just said like you know it's like you know what it is jacksonville right now it's stupid it's like they're throwing a party (laughs) they feel so great we got urban meyer out of here it's finally gone the toxicity and then it's like they wake up the next day shit (laughs) what's next though you're still the Jags, buddy. You're still the Jags. You still have the worst roster in the NFL, which is why I'm trading that pick. You know, because I, like they got to repair everything. A little bit. They're bad everywhere. I I thought to myself the other day, um, you know, there's just there's been so many there's so many good young quarterbacks right now mm-hmm. um, that have gone. You know, Herbert, Burrows, uh, Mahomes, uh, Mac. There's just there's so much quarterback talent in the NFL right now, and then there's Trevor Lawrence, mm-hmm. who is maybe just as talented and as good as the rest of them, mm-hmm. and he might he might have a terrible NFL career. He might through no fault of his own. He might be Matt Stafford. Uh, maybe. I think that's kind of where his career is going to go. Here's the thing, though. The Lions didn't ruin Matt Stafford. He still put up numbers. He did. And obviously this is just a rookie season. Mm-hmm. But Trevor Lawrence has been bad. It, it's a funny, bad quarterback. Because it looked like he was getting better for a while. And then, like, the last couple of weeks of the year, it's like the wheels have just completely come off. Yeah. <laughs> He's just given up on this season. Maybe. Maybe. I think the team gave up on the season. With Urban there, it was toxic. Yeah, but a year in the books and not a ton of growth from yeah. your quarterback—that's not good. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering. It's like, is is this great prospect that was hyped up for well over a year before he even applied for the draft as this godsend to the NFL? Is he just going to get ruined? Yeah. Like I said, they might ruin the best quarterback talent that there has been in like at least a decade. Like, the closest one has been Andrew Luck. And Lawrence is kind of considered significantly more talented than Luck. Hmm. Like, once a generational talent, and they might screw it up. Yeah. And I have no idea where they're going from here. 
So congratulations, Jacksonville. You got Urban Meyer out of there. It doesn't seem like you have much of a plan afterwards, though, and you might ruin the best generational talent at quarterback that we have seen in our generation and for a long time. Congratulations, Jacksonville. Move the franchise already. Go to London or something. I don't know. But Ooh, uh, I don't know about London. Right. Send them to Mexico City. <laughs> Louisville. Louisville. Ugh. I don't know. You know, we should go over this sometime. Because I was going over this with a friend, too. There's so many places in, for the MLB that they could still go. I don't really know where else there is that the NFL could move a team. Hawaii. No. <laughs> they Absolutely. got that stadium out there. Isn't London closer than Hawaii? Maybe. I'm pretty sure it is. But, like, you'd, where would you rather go? I don't know. That's why I was – we got to talk about this more. Hawaii. Eventually. Oh, my God. I'd rather no. go to Hawaii. No. no. I wouldn't walk. Why, get acid thrown in my face <laughs> in London? No. No. But <laughs> <laughs> right. Congratulations, Jacksonville. You're ruining a generational talent. That has been Slow Your Roll, guys, for the week. I'll be honest, I do not know when we will be back uh, because with the Christmas break coming up, the studio is a Merry skeleton Christmas. crew. So we will uh, we will be back whenever, whenever we can, whenever we can manage it, guys. But Merry Christmas out there to everybody. Go Pats the rest of the way. We will see you again when we see you. Happy New Year. At Slow Your Roll on Instagram and SlowYourRoll.com for the show where we have articles posted on my shows also jesse's articles plays of the week all that kind of stuff thank you very much guys happy holidays to one and all happy hanukkah best of us for the rest of us go ponder your